Welcome to the Ops. It's your girl, Spicy K. And it's your girl, TK. How y'all doing? We are on episode 32, I believe. Can you believe we're on episode 32? Man, we've been doing this thing out here for the people. So yeah, we're doing it. Yes, sir. And we have another great show ready for you all. Of course, you all know that um, I said at the beginning of this month, well, once we started recording uh, video, that I would bring breast cancer awareness and mainly wearing pink. Last week, I wore black. Today, mm-hmm. I know you see me with purple and black. And you're like, she's not representing. There's still one more day left in October. But this is a hockey fight cancer jersey from the National Predators. The Nashville so, Predators, okay. The Nashville Predators, yes. So I'm still representing them. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, as you all know, we have a segment called Who You Telling On This Week. So who are you telling on, TK? <laughs> all right. I'm telling on myself this week. Uh, you know, um, uh, 2023 has been a very tumultuous year for me and you know, um, it's just just been a lot going on, a lot of things that have happened and transpired. So, uh, I'm telling on myself for having a pity party. Uh, I have never experienced some of the things in life that I've experienced in last this this past year, and it's causing me the strong warrior that I am to have pity on myself. So. I recently started reading a book or listening to a book because again, again, my spine cracking abilities of a real actual hardback book these days are, are as few and far between. So I listen to a lot of my literary um, desires. So uh, I've been listening to Will Smith's book, uh, Will, right? Uh, and, you know, I think I did that just to spite because of all the whole Jada thing. And, you know, I had been wanting to listen to it for a while, but there's a time for everything. And so, uh, you know, besides the, the multi billions of dollars that he has, he and I are similar in character and upbringing. And it's, it, I'm telling on myself for, for holding on to, to what I've held on to so long. So, we decided, we being me, speaking in whatever party you consider. Um, that would be have, third party. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's kind of, you know, you know. But anyway, we have decided that that we're, that we're going to do the damn thing. Like, I, I just made a decision that that it's, you know, people, all, shit happens to everybody, you know. Uh, and some people let it destroy them. And some people, you know, they spring from that, like from the ashes, like a phoenix. <laughs> So, you know, um, I, I'm using that today. So I'm being positive today. Uh, I'm taking a lot of things into consideration because I've lost uh, some people. And I do have some people that in my family that are, are sick right now and ill. So I'm taking each day as I'm supposed to be. And I'm telling on myself for being such a weak, what I want to say, puss hole this long. Why, so, why would that make you weak? I'm well, because you, you have to, you have to suck it up. Like I said, stuff happens to everybody, and then just because I have not experienced it at that at this depth before, you know, I can't just you know, you know, make excuses and or just revel, you know, just wallow in it because that's what that's what I'm trying to do is just sit here and be like, you know, I'm really upset. I want to feel this way. I deserve to feel this way, and I do. 
but also at the same time, it's a, it's a, it's an intertwined kind of thing. You feel this way, but you make motion, you do motion. Like I kind of halfway almost gave up on my dream, you know, and you know, because it's like, I don't feel like I want any more disappointment, but disappointment is a part of life. It is. I mean, it really is. And I went so many years without disappointment and, you know, now I'm just reaping, you know, what, what is my portion of disappointment to, to catapult me into my greatness. So the pity party is over. Expect to see a lot of different things coming from me uh, and, and different behaviors and attitudes because, you know, you know, I got to get over myself. So, and that's hard for me to say because I think myself is pretty cool. So for me to say, you know, I I don't ever say I'm never wrong, but I, I, I really lean towards not being wrong a lot. And so, you know, when I am, I'll say, Hey, you know, Oh, well, I was, let's get over it. Let's move on. Let's move forward. So it is, it is what it is. I'm learning a lot of different things about myself uh, at this big age that I didn't know. I thought I had it all figured out about at least myself and, you know, boom, surprise, you know? So I'm telling on myself again to say that it's over. If anybody's in a similar situation to where you had a lot of shit go wrong for you and it's just like, that's not what you're used to. Hey, that's not what you're used to, so it's not going to always be that way. So that's all I got to say. So who are you telling on? This has been the Tuesdays Tuesday what? that I have ever encountered. No tacos? <laughs> um, so many things I could tell on just from today. Oh, wow. Yeah. What I will go ahead and tell on is um, granted some of this is my own fault and I know it. Um, but so yesterday when I came home from, when I came into the neighborhood from my lunch, my tire, um, the little, I don't know, sensor or whatever popped up and said that I needed, said that I needed some air. So I was like, okay, okay, I go get some air. So I looked and seen what time, um, the tire place is going to be open because that's where I got my tires from. So obviously that's where I'm going to take my tire back to if it's low. And because I'm tired of paying those two, three, four dollars for, um, you like know, to put air in my car. No, for putting air in my tire when the air thing may not work and it's cold. So I decided oh. that um, what I would do is that I would wake up and go and it said it open at eight o'clock. And instead of me getting there at eight o'clock, I didn't leave my house until eight o'clock. So obviously my fault. I get there not expecting. It is a whole line of cars of people that are wanting to check (laughs) their tires. And I'm like, on a Tuesday? Like, why did y'all go yesterday? Or wait till Wednesday? So I was one annoyed. And yeah, I ended up having to stay there for a very long time and mm. normally I work by nine o'clock and it was after nine that I went. I won't tell on myself about something else only because of the simple fact that this is recorded. Right. <laughs> okay. So was it was it severely low or was it just like, you know, like 
it wasn't really that low. Mm-hmm. Um, but the issue is the fact that because it's, you know, colder outside, you're supposed to have your tires apparently, um, mm-hmm. the whatever's supposed to be higher. About 33, yeah, 33. Well, I think they wanted me to put mine to like 38 or something like that. Mm, oh, my gracious. Um, so, so, yeah. So it's, it's going to fluctuate, so you shouldn't get alarmed every single time. But, yeah, I get it. So you had yeah. to wait for them to put the air in your tire. They, they they checked all four, I'm sure, right? Yeah, they checked all four and put air yeah. in all of them to make it to the 30-something, whatever, because mm-hmm. all of them are pretty um, low compared to what it should have been, basically. Hmm. So, so, yeah, they put air in all of them and they checked it. But that's who I'm telling. I'm telling on myself and all the other people that decided to go get their hair uh, tires checked. Exact this same idea that you did at eight o'clock this morning. It, exact same idea. They had got a low pressure a sensor. Line. That line was long. They wanted to be the first people there, and there was only one person that was the first <laughs> first one there for a free service. So yeah, so that's who I'm telling on this week. Next, what's up? So anyway, um, for our uh, first segment of It's Cool When They Do It, It's a Problem When We Do It. And this week for episode 32, we're talking about United Airlines and their white crew. Ain't that something? Um, Yeah. So if you're not familiar, apparently a lawsuit was um, just mm, a couple of days ago. Um, was filed against United Airlines stating that um, two flight attendants were uh, replaced in favor of young, thin, young, sorry, young, white, thin no, women. No, 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 let's, let's tell for them. For the them LA Dodgers charter, char, charter flight. Right, but let's, let's tell them first and foremost that one of those women was a, a black woman, uh, I believe age 50, uh, and the other was a, uh, his, Hispanic, Jewish, German, or Canadian, or some some. I think she I was Af- Mexican. also African American. She's she black, black Mexican, and Jewish. Jewish. That's yeah, okay. 44. So my bad for if, if I said any other. Sorry, ma'am. But she was in her forties, forty four or something like that. That's correct. A video uh, the, black woman than the forty four year old mm-hmm. with the seniority and the tenure. Yes. For said delicate let's just say delicate private parties okay go ahead i'm sorry okay no problem so um they um stated that basically age and race played a a factor in them being moved down basically on the preferred list i think that's how they said it Mm -hmm. and one was demoted and then then removed from the actual consideration of being on the charter is uh, what I read. Yeah, and so apparently, because sometimes I go down a little rabbit hole. Um, so apparently, United had this problem before. Before, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, in twenty twenty, um, they had some flight attendants that also sued them for similar, as it related to charter flights. Um. I'm not because it never really said what the actual 
like perks are other than i guess it just did. being i read i read it i read oh, okay, it okay 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 what so what, what were the perks of being so on the part of the was, charter flight that was my first consideration like uh does it even freaking matter? I'm sure there's other charters that they could be a part of, right? But um, uh, the one, one of the woman, women that's part of the lawsuit said that there are certain perks because they have, uh, at times, from those specific players, received envelopes of cash. Uh, there are certain um, accolades that go along with it being just being a part of it as far as on your resume or with the company. Uh, and then there's there's certain you know things that you get as far as building networking relationships and things like that. She was saying that there are certain perks because you get more incentives like uh, more per diem sometimes, um, and that that's a benefit. Like if you as opposed to being on a regular flight of theirs and you get more per day, an additional per diem maybe uh, you know along with your pay. Uh, that's awesome because you know this. This is probably just you know during the, the season of baseball that they was it. You said Chargers or Dodgers? Dodgers, yeah. So during the season of baseball, um, you you know that that they do have the potential to earn incentive and gain you know accolades by being a part of this specific charter. You see what I'm saying? So I had okay. I had to I had to actually search and find it, like you said, a rabbit hole because uh, I wanted to know what the I'm sorry, what the proverbial big deal was about them not being on that particular flight. And it, it's women of a certain age, you know, once they've worked so long in a certain place, I mean, in any company, you, I mean, I'm not saying just women, anybody of a certain age, once you've spent certain amount of time with a company, you, you know, there are certain things that are to be expected. Like you wouldn't want someone that's 20 years old just coming into the company uh, taking care of one of your best clients, would you? Like, they don't even have the experience. Like, so it, it comes from, and I ask from United's perspective, what their what they're taking it was. But then you also have a client that that is one of your biggest clients, I'm sure, and you want to make sure that their needs are met. Because I don't think United is is the reason that these women aren't on these charters anymore. Is the preference of what the client wanted, right? So well, I never could figure that out, but that that could be my only assumption. But I I don't know for sure, like because it never really stated. And it looks like when they reached out to the Dodgers, they didn't they anything. didn't make a comment or anything like that. So I'm not sure who's who's pulling who or you. See what I'm saying? Like I don't know if it's an unspoken rule because there's a lot of right. industries that may have unspoken rules, like you know this is the kind of person that we want on our flight. Well, well, what I actually read when I, you know, dug into several different articles uh, is that that was the preference of the Dodgers Association. Mm -hmm. They wanted, they wanted, uh, because that's what the players wanted. The players want, you know, because, you know, we all know it's probably some whatever that goes on, which is bad for the organization, which I would definitely, as the organization, say, no, you you need these these. Uh, women on here that you ain't gonna be trying to touch and feel alone and get charges. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what that's what I was thinking. But uh, I I think the lawsuit is is gonna is probably going to be either settled out of court or dismissed altogether because they're suing the wrong people. Uh, the the company United has to definitely know. No, because you the the company uh, you work for has a duty to make sure that no discrimination is being done towards you like they have a duty for that they do right. they do and but, they can get sued for it right but but the 
is it discrimination when you're doing what the client wants? Like if, if your staff can accommodate what they want, I think, I don't think that would be, I just don't think that that would be discriminate. I mean, I think it's unfair, uh, but I don't think that would be discrimination because if you're, if, if I come to you and say, I want this type of, you know, staff and I'm paying you this, you should be, you know, you should find me what I want. Now, is it unfortunate that, you know, cause if there, there could be somebody that, you know, one of us come through and say, Hey, let me get all them sisters that, that you didn't, you know, <laughs> that you didn't want to put on your charter. I use them for my flight and I'm sure United would do the same. You see what I mean? I don't think, and their their role of it um, is is discriminatory. Well, what? But but like I said, let me clarify. Mm-hmm. The company you work for has a duty to you as an employee to make sure that you're not being discriminated against. Right, and I get that. I totally so get that. so if the Dodgers organization, and this is my thing, as well, mm-hmm. even if they wanted. You know, if your actual um, crew consists of maybe like eight flight attendants, mm-hmm. to me, not saying right or wrong to put one person in this position, <laughs> but what would be the issue of having a senior person on the flight that may not fit the the, the demographics of what what may ha- what may or may not have been the preference for the Dodgers. What because someone still has to do some of the you know, you see what I'm saying? Like a person is still doing the work. Cause to be honest, if I think about the fact that this person just got out of flight attendant school or whatever kind of criteria they have to go through mm-hmm. and you have a person like everybody has been in there maybe a year or so and you have people like these two ladies that had been in there, you know, I think 14 years or so, mm-hmm. at least 14 years. Um, I would want those people, at least someone that knows better, that has handled a lot of situations, because also at the same time, not saying that they will, not saying that they want, not saying that they do at all, but. <laughs> But there is also a potential that these flight attendants that do fit this younger criteria, they may actually be harassed as well. Like there is a potential for that as well. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand why, you know, these other two, I'm like, it's in my mind, it's two women. If the flight crew consists of, you know, flight attendant crew consists of like eight women or something like that. What's the harm of two being senior, you know, members that may not fit your criteria, but they have seniority and still letting, okay, go out and find your six blonde white women <laughs> that's in their early 20s. And that's what I'm saying. The, the organization itself that would actually request that is asking for a lot, in my opinion, because after a game, drunk, rowdy athletes, we don't know, you know, anything could be misconstrued. You wouldn't want it. You want the staff that's going to be able to take care of them and handle them. You actually want three MMA chicks on there that, you know what I'm saying? Look, hey, look, we ain't finna have none of this nonsense. But 
it's it, it's it was the, the story was so interesting to me about why they would would actually go that far to say that. I I feel united because it's like look, I got my client. Uh, man, look, it, I, I would definitely offer compensation in other ways. Uh, like look, I hey, I know you you got seniority on this. Let me let you get this. Uh, let me offer you this, you know, this type of bonus. But you you do whatever you, because they're missing money is what it is. That's the only reason why these, this lawsuit is coming out. Those people this, are still gonna if the, I can't one, I can't believe you're siding with United. One, I'm not siding with anyone. You said you agree with them. I said I feel them on their aspect, and I do. And that's that's you know, call it devil's advocate or whatever. But I don't think that they're the responsible party in this. Like, I really don't. Like, they're doing what they're doing for business purposes because if you lose that client, somebody's job is gone, okay? If you say, hey, I'm going to be fair here and I, I feel like this is unfair and I want to put the, the crew that's more experienced on here just for our benefit, then your client is feel like going to feel like you're not taking care of them. And that's real talk. Now, I do negotiations and work with, you know, build client relationships a lot. So I know that you have to at least consider what your client wants. Now, if it's outrageous, like you want uh, all six of the white women to have triple Ds and wear skimpy outfits and stuff like that, then you're getting a little ridiculous. And then I'm going to be like, look, no, I'm going to draw the line there. But you're So you're okay with them having, like being discriminated against? Because keep in mind also that um, people call the... um, older black lady the flights made made right and now, also now. called and said that the the other lady said that um the one that was has you know mixed heritage yeah that um they needed a mexican to clean the bathroom i didn't see that now those comments specifically but that ain't, that that is two different that is two different things. You can't put them together. Now you're gonna have to file two different lawsuits on that. You're gonna say you were discriminated against and assaulted with those type things. Now that's something. That's what you go to HR for. But if you're saying that you've been discriminated against because you have been removed from a a, a crew at a specification for a client, that is something completely different. Now no anybody would say if I'm gonna deal with the person that said it to me firsthand. Then we're going to take it and say, if y'all ain't going to do nothing about this, these are the type of things I'm subjected to. If y'all ain't nothing about this, then you're you're at fault. So, yeah, they're culpable in the in the fact that if they've been, these issues have been reported and they've done nothing. Yeah, that's that's discriminatory. But if I, as, as a bartender, if I had, say if I have six employees mm-hmm. and uh, I have to do an event and I know that these two employees here have the experience, I'm always going to want to go with them first. But if my client says, hey, for this particular event, I would like to have, you know, this type of type of person, this and that and other, then I'm going to pick the people that are as close to what they want as I can, because that's what they're they're paying for that experience. But keep in mind, you're opening yourself up to what? for a lawsuit because and, of that. You cannot I, allow people to discriminate against your people. Like if these you, are bona fide reasons. So you you can allow people to get what okay. they what they pay for. And that 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 is that, that is the most unreasonable thing that I could think of for you to say that I was a script just because I'm not you're you're not you have a duty to your employees. Yes. To get them paid. They don't have to be on this particular job. They don't have to do this this particular thing. There, there is just because they want to. That's not. That's not. They're not required to to get what they want. I mean, come on now. 
You, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know that fair is fair. Everybody take that stuff to the to the HR and be like, oh, this, that, and the other. And HR always got to cover their butt. But sometimes people just do that because they know they're gonna get get their way, and it's not always right. If you if you can get the same, if if I have another position for you, you don't have to have this one, this particular event, this particular job. If I can make sure that you're getting your money. And you're not missing out on anything based on your tenure with me or what you're entitled to. There is no way that a judge can rule uh, that they're liable uh, for any sort of um, discriminatory acts. Actually, no plenty way. of judge, plenty of judges have. Well, Trust and me, and I, that's not I, fair. I, I'm, con- well, I'm saying plenty. I'm telling you right. what is the law. I I'm telling you, you what was the law. Because the law that's still- is that I have to protect you and your feelings. I ain't <laughs> never had nobody protect no. my feelings in no job. Come on now. Protect you from discrimination. That's not discrimination okay. in this case. Unless somebody has said that the blatant stuff that they said to you about you being the maid and this and the other, that's discrimination. But they can't you can't loop that in with not being uh put on this charter. There's no way. And then also I don't and then loop I want to say they might anyway. be, but I, I'm not a hundred percent. But sure, but some of these I feel like some of these airline people may be unionized as well. So you also have a different level of things because there are certain things you can't do uh, because someone has seniority and stuff like that. So um, (laughs) I'm just saying like, that's the truth. So I I get it. And I'm telling, and I'm telling you, if, if, if I, I'm telling you, if someone works for a company and they are then they are discriminated against because you allowed a vendor to discriminate against them, harass them, or whatever. And they have they have um, given you this information, and you are aware of this situation, and you continue to allow it. You are liable. Okay. You can get sued. You okay. will get sued, and you will nine times out of ten lose. Okay. So so here we go. Then so so uh. Uh, United says, okay, I don't care what you say, uh, Dodgers. I'm going to put these women on your flight. And then they get harassed or talked to or made fun of or called whatever they want to call. Who Now, who's irresponsible at that point? Who, who, who's, who's the irresponsible one at that point? I said, I'm going to put these black ladies on your plane, whether you want them on here or not. They something happened to them. Now here go a bigger lawsuit because one of them said the N word or the S word to the other lady or anything else. Well, uh, these these behaviors are things that people shouldn't be doing anyway. And I'm just gonna be completely honest about this. No, like you have no, no idea. No, whatever no, some people may think as the preference may not necessarily be the preference. Uh, because you think about this, the the Dodgers, from my understanding, and I could be totally wrong. But most of the baseball players, they're not necessarily white. They ain't black. I know. <laughs> like, I think most Majority. of them are, like, probably Hispanic or Hispanic. something. Exactly. So if you have a Hispanic lady on there, wouldn't she be a preference of somebody? Or several? Not the consensus, apparently. They asked for six white but, women. But, like, but sometimes it's a stereotype. To me, sometimes it's a stereotype that they just assume that all of them, like, you think about, because the other one involved, like, the NFL and all this other stuff, um, and people may have a think, like, oh, my goodness, they want these, you know, thin white women. Well, 
with listen, the plus size women, some of them love it. May you need to maybe have some men on there too. I'm just being honest. Like, cause some of them love that too. I'm just being I'm just being for real. I'm pretty sure the consensus was spoken for. So if they ask uh what type of women do you want on this flight, they didn't say we want Hispanic women. They didn't say we want uh black women. They say we want Asian women. They said we want six white women, young white women. Not even old. You can't even be an older woman, but a young white woman. That is what the players wanted. That's what I read. The play at the player specification, the uh, the L.A. Dodgers Union or organization wanted to have six white women as a part of their crew, and United obliged that. Now you can hide it all kind of ways that you want, but Ultimately, you're going. If they wanted a certain type of beverage on there, they would have had that beverage. If they wanted a certain type of water, a certain type of ice that melts a certain way, they would have gotten that because you're you're going to cater to the clients that you have. And and that's mm-hmm. just it. I mean, I don't. I'm nothing is fair. None of this stuff is fair. But, w- ma'am, and, and that's why they're facing a lawsuit right now because they they didn't learn their lesson apparently the first time when they got they gotta make it fair and then apparently based on what these two ladies were stating is that after the first time that they got sued in 2020 then they decided to have open it up and hire um people of minority and they hired these two late well you know hired these two ladies or put them on the charter list to only say they're on the charter list but then don't let them charter and, and somehow that makes sense to you it, it does because okay. i mean you're, you're gonna give people what they want <laughs> i mean I, I don't know you've never i don't know if you've ever been in the sales business or had of to course you know, but but what i'm saying is you you know that you're gonna do what you want to what you have to do to keep your clients right or wrong. I'm not going to do anything unethical and not. They don't my, sound unethical to me. I'm just, a discrimination unethical is unethical to me. That's not discrimination. That's, to me I'm, it I'm is. Keeping, well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, yeah, because we're the ops and, you know, your your beliefs are entirely different than mine. But something sometimes stuff has to make sense too. Like you can't, I can't go to my job and say, I feel like I'm being discriminated against because they always want to talk to the white girls and not me. They always want to buy from the white girls and not me. That, but that's, that's discriminating. No, that discrimin- no, 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 no. Oh, no, it's not. No, the fuck oh. it's not. Because if, if, if that's what the client wants, that's what the client wants. My job, my manager is not going to say, oh, well, um, I don't know what to say. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do. If if the person that's spending the money wants a certain dynamic, then that's what they want, and you have to give that to them. And it's not unfair to her because you can. She can be compensated in other ways. She wants to get on here and get extra money, or get you know, hopefully get an envelope of cash at the end of the year, or whatever. Whatever incentive that she wants for herself is not something that is in her job description. It's not something to say, oh, you're part of this, so you're going to get this, 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 and always. It's a crew. They got crews, you know, they got several employees to put together crews for a reason. And that's usually for client preference. I don't think they were discriminated against in that regard. Uh, as far as the, that's my, the floor, you know, the floor lady, that's the, the maid or she needed to clean the bathrooms, stuff like that. I'm pretty sure the organization didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? So the people that, the people that said that need to be dealt with. Yes. 
And that it is, is discrimination. It did sound like the United employees, other United employees said that too. It was, seems like it was right. from other flight uh flight. And that's what I'm saying. Say that. And that, that is that discrimination. That that's what the fuck I just said. No, no, I'm I saying. Said. I'm just specifying. <laughs> so I'm just saying. So if if that if if they're not if they if if they're gonna lump those two together, they're going to lose that. I think. I don't think if you, I think if you had two separate incidents uh, in two separate situations, because the people in the Dodgers organization aren't the ones that said that she was the mate. So you got two separate incidents. You can't lump those together if you expect to win and be victorious in that because. Uh, United has said they are coming at this with everything they got. So, I mean, you know, if you got hands the box with the billionaires, then that's what you can do. But it, to me, it's, it's just, it's from the, on the daughter side of it, I don't see discrimination. But if somebody told her that they was the maid or they needed a Mexican to clean the bathroom, that's, that's really effed up to say to somebody. Well, you also have to understand that it's, it's an age and discrimination, age and, racial discrimination case so also once you become 40 there are certain things that apply because sometimes people try to get you out because of your age or not hire you because of your age so the 40 is the magic mark and because of these women because these two women are over the age of 40 that is also why there is age discrimination associated with it as well and that's 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 United fault because they're over forty, right? I didn't say it was their fault. They're over no, I'm, asking, I'm just saying, I'm, like, I'm saying that like you can't treat them unfairly because they are over forty. That's what I'm saying. Unfairly, how? There's a lot of other people that didn't get to get on the charter too. So basically, sure. so basically, how I read it and understood it is that they made these two people part of a token, a token. Because they put them on there because of the first lawsuit and then still put them down to the bottom of the preferred list so they can't really even do a charter anyway. But they they added these people to say that, oh no, we're not discriminating based on the first case. But if you still don't let these people do the job, what, what is that then? What's that? Did they it's have still a discrimination? Job? Yeah, they still work. I guess they. So, they, so guess what's they still the, work for their? So what's wheel. the concern? They they they're they're mad because they're saying they're discriminated against because they weren't allowed to be a part of this charter that gets extra opportunities, right? They're not the only ones that got left out of that. If no, but, people... but but if you if you have an experience, so again, mm-hmm. what is a bona fide reason for you to not let someone? who is more experienced, has seniority, all of these things, being with your company the longest, what is your bona fide reason that they can't do this job? Because that's not what the client wanted. (laughs) That's a bona fide reason. No, no, it's not no. okay. Well, that, then we just gonna have to. And that's this why they have a lawsuit. Make sense. That's why they have. And a that's lawsuit. why they're not gonna win it. Okay, I mean, you can file a lawsuit all day. They don't mean shit. <laughs> but it. I'm telling you, please. Well, no, 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 does it? So, so please. they file a lawsuit. So no, 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 no obviously, no. What I'm saying prepared. is that there is plenty of cases that are mm. very similar to this. Mm-hmm. If I go out 
if I'm working for you mm. and some person comes in there and keeps discriminating against me for whatever reason, um, race, gender, age, because I am over 40, and I tell you, mm-hmm. and you still allow that same vendor to keep doing the same thing. Vendor is different than the client. But go ahead. No, they all, but in go, in go the ahead. world of how it works, all of it the same. Vendor, client, all of it mm-hmm. the same. Right. If it's a client of yours, if you allow that client to discriminate against me after I told you. Because that's how you feel. You, okay. All right. Go ahead. Because that's ahead. what happened. Because that's how you feel. And then I can sue you. And nine times out of 10, I'm probably going to win. I don't think that's right. Because I gave you the information. Because I I let you know what was happening. I let you know what was happening. And then you felt that I didn't do anything about it to your satisfaction. (laughs) And nothing happened. And the action still continued. Okay. so But because the action still continued, I'm just telling you. Okay. What, What my client wants, because if I don't have clients, I can't have employees. Okay. That's first and foremost. That's business. If I don't have clients, then I can't have employees. Yes, I would rather take a chance on you being pissed off than pissing off my client because I pay you, they pay me, okay? Now, second of all, they weren't discriminated against. They had a preference. You might have had more experience, but that's not what the fuck I want. And I'm paying, okay? So if I go to you and say, if, if if, if the person comes to me and says, hey, if they came in and said, hey, she should be the maid, or hey, that N-word shouldn't be working for you, or something like that, I wouldn't tolerate that. No, that's oh, that's ultimate and blatant disrespect. But if you're paying me a fee and say, this is the, the, the staff that you would like to have for your event, I mean, it's not like I'm saying you got to change this across the board. She can't never work in charter ever again. That that that, that claim wasn't made. I, for this particular uh, charter here, I want to have this crew. I think that's perfectly fair. And I don't think that that she was specifically discriminated against because if it was any person right there and it wasn't them six white women, then that's not what they wanted. If it was a man, that's not what I want. I want six white women so I can set my players up to get harassment charges. <laughs> that's what they want to do. That's on them. That's I mean, that if that's how they want to play that, that's on them. But I think it's perfectly fair for them to have the crew that they want to have for their particular charter. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, well, no, I ain't going to go there because I'm telling who's watching right now. But listen, um, it, it's just a lot of different things that, that I just think are played into. It. And I feel them being upset, missing out on money. I'd hate to miss out on money. I'd miss out on money, but I can't say it's because of uh, one thing or another. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be very hard to prove that they were discriminated against in that regard with that. Now, as far as your, their United's employees, I feel like, you know, if somebody said something like that to my employee, I would re- be really upset. And if that's how you feel, then yeah, we're going to have a conversation. And then, yeah, but we, I'm going to say something to them before it gets to the point of a lawsuit and it might be a, an event of termination. But that's the decision you have to make at the time based on the brevity of it. And I just don't see this whole, I want six white women to, to wait on my players during in flight. You know what I mean? Because the, the pilot is the only one that really got the, got the, got your life in the hands. The, the flight attendant, other than explaining to you what you got to do when your life in danger, 
you know, I don't, I don't see how one experience over the other, you know what I mean? It's not like they're going to be able to save them or do CP. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, there's just not enough merit to what they're trying to sue for, I don't think, with that end of it. But yeah. Yeah, I, again, I definitely don't agree. But that's why we're the ops. We shall the see. Opposite. I'm gonna I'm find. We gonna, I'm gonna follow this because I'm gonna find out. Because I know ain't no way United finna pay these people for feeling like they they should be on that on that plane <laughs> with them a, people. If it's a feeling that you can prove, then yeah. What yeah. The, the proof is in what is that I don't want you here. I'm not paying for you to be here. And United has a right <laughs> to accept any fare that's coming their way. They there also you know. have a right to not discriminate. That's not discrimination. That's picking your flight crew. And that's their job. They can pick whoever they like. Okay. There you go. So, shit. I, th- I think they're going to come up short on that one. Okay. But I'm just telling you. I'm just letting you know. That uh, that people have not, did the I, same thing and they have, the company has not won. Right. Well, the company. So, not only the, the company do, said so they not only do you not. So, not with only do you. they got. So I, I'm signing with the with the money because just because you feel a type of way don't mean nothing because I feel a type of way all the time and don't, don't nobody give a gut. I'm just telling you right care. now. I'm just telling you right now that mm-hmm. you're talking about you don't want to go against the clients. Some the clients ain't always right. Trust the me. The clients uh, have the money. The they're not always right. Sometimes they I didn't say. Listen, not, did you know, and no, right. nowhere in this podcast have you heard me say they were in the right, but they got the money, and that's what they want. But don't you, you, you are an advocate of if you pay for what you want, you expect what you want, right? Well, you didn't let me finish what I was actually saying. What I was saying is that the client, because you mentioned that the client is the one that has the money, but what's going to end up happening is that you're going to then get sued and have to pay mm-hmm. out more than potentially what that client was even giving you. I don't think Because so. you wanted to be into their wheel. There's yeah. a, I, I have clients. I have, I have had clients in the past mm-hmm. based on my position. Mm-hmm. They don't always get what they want. Well, I mean, and then they they'll go somewhere else to get what they want, which no, is the sometimes purpose. Sometimes they it. still stay. A well, lot of times stop. they still stay. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. For so other you reasons, have to show, show you me can't, statistics. You can't, you show, can't, show me this they can't always get what they want. What I'm Especially saying is, in this regard, in this regard, they were not, uh, they were not egregious with it and saying, "I don't want no n words on or or any Hispanics on my plane." They asked for what they asked for. These women felt like they should be a part of that, but that's not what was wanted by the client. So I feel I'm I, I'm gonna say I feel like United gonna come out on top on this because they're suing the wrong people. I don't want you here. I'm not gonna pay for you to be here. So yes, the middleman, which is United, is gonna say, "Hey, I think I should. I think I should do what what they're asking me to do," which is not egregious. And there would be other opportunities. These specific ones may not have were. were uh, according to their determination, weren't available to them. And yeah, you can sue because you want to be mad, but you're going to end up paying the court costs on some stuff that's crazy. You can't, man, this this litigious society is so weird. And it's awful if they end up losing this based on the fact that they felt like they should be a part of it. Just because you feel a certain type of way does not mean you've been discriminated against. And that's 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 why people that are actually discriminated against get looked at crazy. So yeah, I, I, I don't, mm-mm. Discriminated 
yes, by calling, you know, saying derogatory things to them. But as far as not being a part of their charter, I don't feel like that's a discrimination. Yeah, we're definitely going to agree to disagree because, like I said, I, I, I know differently. This is ridiculous. Well, you know I, differently. I know differently. Yes, but there's, there, like you said, it wasn't 100%, right? So it, it ain't all the time, correct? So, no, yeah, not I'm all the time, but I'm just saying well, a lot of times. That, you go with your side. I'm going to stick with my I'm side. I'm just saying. Okay. okay. Just, then you just said. I just I just had a, so my CE credits, I just had a whole set of cases about yeah. this. Well, this is a new case, and, the, and we and shall the, see and the company, how it plays out. And the company Fixed. lost. Well, this Just company saying. said they're going at it, <laughs> and, and and I don't care if they lose or not. But I don't, I don't feel like they were in the wrong okay. for, for doing what their client said. Whoever the fuck agree with me, I don't give a damn. Whoever don't, I don't give a damn either. So okay. I ain't getting no money either way. So moving on. Please. So DJ Envy. Um, are we going to consider him a victim or a compliance? Uh, I'm sorry, accomplice in all of this. And this is a topic that was actually um, suggested by one of our lovely subscribers. So that's why we're talking about it. If you're not familiar with the case, basically what happened is that, let me get the, I want to say his name is Caesar Ping. But I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Basically, he was um, a real estate um, developer, what have you. Um, And a lot of people feel like because DJ Envy vouched for him on um, the Breakfast Club and said that he works with him and all of this stuff, that um, a lot of people bought into it because of DJ Envy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so therefore, you know, DJ Envy is, you know, co-hosting events with him, like real estate events, um, doing all sorts of things, um, saying that he was his business partner, he's this, he's that. And then all of a sudden, now that the FBI comes calling, um, now he wants to be a victim. Mm. So... Um, how do you feel about this, TK? Well, this is not really a topic that that can concern me or or anything like that. But I, I you know, it, it's concerning a lot of people because based on who DJ Envy is, and um, I feel one or two things happen with this. Either he didn't understand enough because he put his own money in it. Too. Yes, he did. He did. He didn't um, understand enough. Uh, because, you know, I, I've looked into stuff with that has to do with real estate development and, you know, real estate in general. And it's it's a lot of stuff that goes along with it. You don't know where the money is coming from. Um, but I do believe that once he lost his initial investment, he should have, you know, let everybody know. He was bringing people into it based on the fact that he was making money, which is a Ponzi, which is what a Ponzi scheme is. Yes. You see what I mean? So... I think he was bringing people in on it based on that fact. I'm like, oh man, you got to get with this guy. I think Mr. Pena, 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 whatever, however the hell you say this like shit. He has like a little accent or whatever. Yeah, That's a, why I don't the, know how to pronounce it's, it. It's Pena, like the nya that in oh, that okay. thing means like nya, nya, like piñata. You know what I mean? But anyway. Okay. So, it's, so I'm going to say Pena. So he, he was dirty straight up. 
But if you're gonna be dirty like that, when you when you do the dirty white collar, I'm gonna call, that's what I'm gonna call it, dirty white collar. You have to have charisma, and you know you have to tell people this. Then you're explaining stuff to people that don't understand, and they're trusting you as a person to give them the right information. But if your motive from the front is is to deceive people, then that that's just what that is. I think he deceived Mr. Pena deceive Mr. Envy and he you know went all in like like I would like if somebody came and said oh I got this great new thing and I gave you five thousand dollars you know we we talking on my level not on their level okay so if I gave you five thousand dollars <laughs> and you tell you know and then in two three weeks I got you know eight thousand and I go up to maybe twelve thousand you know I start making money with it oh yeah I'm like Cam or, or my other friends, I'm be like, yo, Jazz, you got to, man, look, I just put in, I gave this dude $5,000, now I got 12. Put your money in with it, right? Right or wrong? See, this is the thing, because they have a um, whole, um, what's the word? They have a whole interview where um, he mentioned that, I think Joe Bunn told him, man, that sounds like a Ponzi scheme to me. Um, so a lot of his friends did not fall for it. Mm. His inner circle did not fall for it. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. And I get that. You're going to have people that's going to be like, oh, hell no. That sound like, you know, like you said, but if I, if I said, look, yo, I'm I'm telling you, here go my account. I gave him, here go minus the $5,000 right here. And then here go where I got plus 12, right? I'm showing you that I'm going to keep pushing like that. And then, yeah, some people that, that, that fuck with you going to be like, okay, I'm going to try it. If you're making money, let's, let's try it. But, yeah, most people are probably going to be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know this guy. But that's what they're going to say. I don't know this guy. And some of that sounds a little sketchy to me, right? So I'm pretty sure, like, you know, I would say maybe two out of two out of eight are going to say, nah, I ain't, gonna, I ain't going through that. But them other two that's, that's leaning, you know what I'm saying, out of the ten. But... I don't think he was complicit in deceiving people. I, But I do think that once he realized what was going on, he didn't do enough. Based on what I've read, I don't know what he did. But he, I mean, he's now implicated himself. Like he's, I think charges have been filed against him too, right? Am I wrong? He has a lawsuit, but no charges. I think, I don't think no charges have been filed. He just has had lawsuits associated because of the... His convincing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I I see that, and I see that being a problem for him, and he's probably going to be liable for that stuff, that money right there. He's definitely going to be liable to somebody that paid him based on his recommendation and this and the other because that's that's what it was on. Now I don't know how, you know, how well that might fare out, but you know, I don't I don't have those type of, you know, things that I know. Well, but he huh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I. I know that one of the guys that um, I want to say his name is something like D'Angelo, like a last name, D'Angelo. Uh, one of the guys that's suing um, stated that if you lost this money, why didn't you tell anybody about you losing the money? It wasn't mm -hmm. until, you know, the feds basically started saying anything that you're now saying like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I spent money and I lost my money. I lost the money, too. You know, right. uh, because what it seems like is that maybe you were still DJ Envy may have still been 
Um, and this is, of course, all allegedly because we don't know. Um, and we don't want to get sued either. Um, but it seems like maybe the person was saying, if you knew better, you should have told us then instead right. of still continuing to perpetrate and say that this is what was going on when that wasn't true. Because they didn't cut off affiliation with him. Like, he off the, the, the breakfast club. He, I mean, like, he's outcast at this point, right? Um, see that. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't. Somebody else on him, on there filling in for him. So, I mean, like, like people, that that's why I feel like he wasn't a part of it. Because I would not go to my close friends to get scammed. You see what I mean? Like if I, unless I felt like this was the real deal, I would not bring that to you. If if I said, if I said, hey, this dude over here, he trying to run a scam. Look, man, look, look, just act like you're interested and just go away. You know what I'm saying? That's something I would say. Like, you know, this dude over here, he, he trying to get y'all, you know what I mean? But, you know, but there's no way I would go to my best friends, my family and people that I care about genuinely and try to get them to invest in something that is full of shit. Like, seriously, that's ridiculous. And I don't think, I think the way the dude has gone underground, I feel like that he didn't have anything to do with it. But I don't know. People surprise me every day. I'm one of those people that give everybody the benefit of the doubt until you show me that you cannot be trusted. And I feel like my boy got caught up in, you know, his homeboy playing him. That's just what I feel like. Now, we we definitely ain't going to know the real deal. You know, I'm, I'm finding out with reading, uh, you know, Will Smith's book, like there's stuff that's happened in in these entertainment streets <laughs> that none of us will never know anything about, and that's crazy. Backdoor deals, how deals are made, you know, stuff like that. So we we don't know. They could have had this conversation over a cognac and a cigar, talking about, hey, DJ Envy, I got this deal. I want you to invest. Give me give me five thousand dollars. And I'm gonna turn that into twelve thousand dollars and be like, nah, nigga, I ain't gonna give you none of my money, you know what I'm saying? But then you show me, you pull out documents and showing me this, like, you know, I don't understand all that. I wish I did understand the finance game like that, like how the folks be getting scammed and stuff like that. I, I not the scamming part, but you know, the, the legal part of it, you know, like how they actually invest and make money and stuff like that. I, I just my 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 coin don't float that high. You feel me? Not yet. Well, they were they were saying that the Caesar, whatever, that um he was basically using the money that I guess he was supposed to like reinvest or pay out mm-hmm. to his investors and decided to, you know, basically fund a lifestyle. Shout out Bernie Madoff. He made that popular. Like, I'm going to tell you, if that man wasn't doing people the way he did, he was brilliant. Like, that is the sm- one of the smartest things ever. I've watched his documentary, girl. Like, that is... How do you, how, but I, we probably can't do nothing on the level that he did, but some people can, because no matter if you have ever earned a dollar before, they trust your sense in making the next dollar. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't care what you say about the man, Donald Trump may not be able to run a country, but he is a financial genius. The way he has murked and played this system to keep and maintain the money that he has earned, girl, that is, I I don't even know the knowledge that you have to know to know how to manipulate that way. You feel me? You see what I'm saying? So that that is a 
it's, it's I, don't, a, I don't i don't i don't talk about politics or or or, or things like that but i just also want to throw out there um that man has also been sued and yeah and is no longer allowed to do a lot of things because yeah. of his um being sued and losing just and, throwing that out there just throwing that and, out there but before this before he got caught up in this now this right here is is, is the biggest catch-up he didn't had right i feel you on that but no i'm saying him, like the the companies the companies like him and his children aren't, aren't allowed to do certain things right now that right, I won't yeah. necessarily, yeah. I mean, I but, get that, yeah. and and I know exactly what's going on. But I'm just saying, he. I, I watched. I watched The Apprentice. Now we ain't gonna. We, you can do your last whenever, but I watched it, and I did too. The things, the things that you know, like that people learned from him, made them successful. Not not the ones that we hear about, but some of those people that were actually on that show utilize that sense. I mean it's it's good sense. Like it's all book sense. It's not like like that their particular science that they have is not a common sense. It's finite. It's it's literally gonna be what it is. You just have to know what to look at and where to look to to make these kind of investments and things like that. Because people move this kind of money all the time. They do that stuff. But if you if you just come to me and say let me get five thousand dollars I'm going to turn this into that. I'm not going to know how you're going to turn this into that unless I get into it and research. And nine times out of ten, we're not going to do that. We just want the result. So that's what we had. That's, that's, that's what happened here in this situation, I feel. My man was like, I don't know nothing about this shit. He said, I could learn. Probably, you know, in his head, I could, I could probably learn, but I don't want to. I'm just going to trust my boy. Going to take this here money. And then when he he brought me that back, oh yeah, I'm t- I'm I'm calling everybody. Hey, look, man, look, your boy got me some, you know. And I think that's how he got caught up with this. But I think that Pena dude is dirty as fuck. But he's apparently being DJ Envy, from my understanding, has been doing, you know, in conjunction business partner, however you have it with this guy for a while, mm. like with him for a while. Um, so it's possible he could he could have. But like I said, that dude, if you're going to take that to your friends like that, that's that's messed up. When then, like, they also mentioned as part of that lawsuit that, like, he, <clears throat> he because the Burfoots Club has such a big audience, um, that he has a duty and a responsibility to not push something that he knew or had any kind of inclination that it wasn't above board. Um, yeah. And that is also... You know, that's why I'm, I always, you know, that's why I don't want to talk about certain subjects on here. That's why I'm very careful about saying allegedly or, you know, or, you know, I'm quick to, you know, most of the stories that I don't know a person name or don't know exactly what they're saying. I pull up the cell phone right here and I start looking so I can correct myself if need be um, because I. And I, I think up until and I, like I said, I think I don't watch the Breakfast Club. I never really watched the Breakfast Club. I watch clips, so I don't know exactly how hard he was pushing for these mm-hmm. things. Um, but you know, you kind of got to be careful who you're doing business with because they that- could be your downfall. And that's true, and that's and that's the the thing about it that's tough right now, 
it's like, bro, we we out here trying to do, you know, different things, and and people are deceiving it. Like it's it's hard. That like that has to be tough. Like I said, I don't know either way about certain things, but baby, I, I before before you invest your money, do your own because you can you can day trade, you can invest yourself, you can do. You don't need an external person these days, but do your research first. I got caught. I did a lot of bad investing about about ten years ago, and it, it, it you know, because I didn't know. I just said, "Hey, I'm gonna get the money." You know what I mean? I'm gonna get this money. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it didn't play out that way. But if you do the research, nothing is quick. These people didn't come up with these schemes quick, and these people didn't make no actual real money quick. Neither one of them. They took time, and they they seek people out that don't know, like me. So, and and like my boy, I don't know. I don't know about envy. I, like I said, I I don't know nothing about envy. I don't even know his heritage. I don't think he black, uh, from what I looked at. But I don't even know where sure. he comes from. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he is. So, uh, you know, I um, I I don't know how on your side I'm gonna be with this young sir. But if you knew about this, I'm gonna say that's messed up, and karma will play out for you. Uh, if you deceived people that actually cared about you and listened to you and stuff like that, if people listening to you invested with this man based on your recommendation and you knew about all this, you wrong, dude. Yeah. Plus, you know, I, I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now and it's saying um, that he does have a degree in business management from Hampton University. So not mm-hmm. only does he have a business background, you know, with education and things like that, and then because he does have this influence, like that's why you, that's why like in, even when I do this show, I have to always make sure that I put on there, like YouTube always asks me, is somebody giving us money or is somebody um, like a third party? Like I always have to go in there and make sure that, you know, I'm doing everything above board because otherwise we'll get kicked off of YouTube. Like even when you're advertising something and you're going to get a commission, you have to say it. That's why those TikTok videos, you know, state on there uh, eligible for commission on that, or either it says ad or either it says sponsored. There's a lot of things that are, that you have to put on there um, when you do any kind of thing to let people know that like, you're not doing this just because you're doing this. You're also doing this because it's something that's going to help you generate money. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there at some point. Yeah, we will. We'll be out here telling y'all what y'all need to do and what y'all need to buy and mean it from the bottom of our hearts. Well, me personally, I know that I will probably never, I still have hold myself with, Level of respect and in, in, in integrity in that, like, I, I'm just going to be honest. Me, Kimberly, me, Spicy K, we're not going to be advertising no Pepsi because we don't Pepsi. do that because that's nasty to me. Oh, so okay. if it's not cold, I'm not. If, I'm just, I'm I'm just being right honest. Now, on the other half of the hours, if they decide to pay us, I'll drink as many as I need to both of us. So I, I, I ain't going to say nothing. I might be drinking everything that's not nasty. So whatever, whatever, <laughs> whoever want to pay us to do whatever. Uh, I also have integrity about myself, so there's some things that I won't do. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's that's a lot less things than what Spicy K would do. 
So, um, speaking of integrity, I want to go ahead and jump into one of the next to the last segments that we have. It's about Keith Lee and his um, Atlanta restaurant tour. Now, hmm. Keith Lee provide, um, sets himself apart about everything and, you know, always state that he has integrity and things of that nature. And hmm. I guess some of the restaurants in Atlanta did not get the memo. That's They crazy. did not understand it at all. Um, everything from um, allowing, you know, telling his wife and his family that they have an hour wait or hour and a half wait. And then he walks in and they're like, within five minutes, we have a seat for you all. That's crazy. He said, I thought it was him by himself. He walked in and they said they could get him set in five minutes. Well, yeah, but his, his family, his family went in first. Yeah. His I family went in first because he. He likes to go, he likes to uh, not show up. He doesn't right. like to give his name um, because he believes that sometimes people are giving him uh, extraordinary customer Very service treatment. and experience and food and stuff like that. And that they're not giving really to the, is. yeah. He, he's like, no, I'm a regular person with regular money. So just like anybody else, regular money, good, my regular money, good too. And if you're going to treat me better because of this, then <laughs> I don't really want it. I don't really want to deal with it. And, that's, and, and that's, I appreciate the fact that he has integrity enough to do that because a lot of people don't. I mean, and let's hope he, he remains that way because I'm pretty sure a lot of people start out that way. I didn't know about nothing about this guy uh, until this particular story. Um, I saw what he said and I appreciate, you know, that he did do that because it was ridiculous basically on how the people were treated beforehand. So that means that's how everybody else was treated when they walked in because she was like, Oh, we don't, we don't do to go orders. Oh, we don't do this. Yeah. Who don't do to go orders on the weekend in Atlanta? <laughs> like that's how you, ain't that how you would get money because ain't nobody want to stand in their lines. Ain't nobody want to find parking. Cause I swear to God, when you want to go eat somewhere good in Atlanta, you have to park 18 miles away. And Whoa. me, for somebody that don't like to walk, I hate that. I have definitely Ubered from my hotel to uh, anywhere I wanted to eat in Atlanta before because I do not want to do all that walking for the parking. And it's ridiculous. It's getting worse. But to go to a restaurant that's owned by... Melanated people, mostly. I think all of them may it, have been. Is it, was, that that, was, that, was that sign language for that? Cause, no, because I meant <laughs> black people. But anyway... Um, <laughs> owned by us and we walk in as us and say hey i'm just trying to get some food i'm trying to spend with y'all y'all you know what i'm saying we're trying to make sure y'all stay good now we know y'all good but we just want to make sure y'all stay good i'm trying to spend money with y'all you know oh we got an hour and a half wait we don't do takeout orders uh-uh you can't wait this 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 that, and the other just from the rib off the rib that's wild to me i i cannot believe that that's how these people were treated and then because i said it and I watched the the you know his little his whole thing how he did he put he showed them going in asking what they excuse me what they experienced when they went in and then what he experienced when he went in and I don't blame him because you're advertising yourself you're you're asking for the black business right yeah as a, a black owned business and then to come in here and be treated this way I understand you might be overwhelmed you might be overworked you might be doing that but at least have consideration say hey look but no. When a celebrity come in here, oh, 
You got your Sunday best on, got your smile on. Hey, we got you a table in five minutes because you think it's going to help you in some kind of way because he's going to come in here and say, oh, y'all were great to him. Oh, y'all were but That backfired on y'all real, real, real big, huh? Because it may not ruin you as a business, but that is a lot to know how people feel when they come to your restaurant. People that have never been to your restaurant are going to go now. Because- also, I'm sorry. Not just because that's what they think they'll experience. But go ahead. So also, because um, another restaurant did Keith Lee like this, where um, they kind of invited him to the restaurant. He came and didn't like the food. And he stated, like, you know, and he also states, like, these are things that I like. So if you don't, you know, if you don't have a problem with this, you may like it. That's what he normally states about a lot of stuff. Um, and, you know, they were like, we didn't want him. It ain't all about Keith Lee, da, da, da. And then like the, I guess, milk and honey, bread, milk, water. I don't know. Some company, one of them restaurants. It's beef milk and honey versus milk and honey. I saw that too on there. So it's two different places. I know they were saying it's two different places, but apparently like they were like, who was Keith Lee? And somebody was like, they ain't even in their own restaurant. Like, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just stating what, you know, the people were saying, um, (laughs) that like they weren't even on their own restaurant when they was like, who is Keith Lee? Who is Keith Lee? And I also, something that I also paid attention to and what I also found fascinating is that, a lot of his TikToks as it related to the um, to not receiving any food got over a million likes. But what I also saw is that the ones that he gave rave reviews to those um, those likes weren't as um, high as the other. Um, and, you know, I think that goes to people liking the negative and not necessarily the positive. So I do want to co- uh, point out a couple of positives about his visits, visit to Atlanta. Uh, then I go back and talk about, you know, some of the things that were wild. Um, but one of the restaurants, um, I think his sister-in-law or someone called and they were, I think they were closing or getting ready to close. And the lady was like, okay, come on, come on. You know, we'll have some food for you or whatever. And Keith mm-hmm. Lee actually matched her um, money that she made that day. That day. That's what's mm-hmm. up. He seemed like he a matched cool dude. It. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, so not only did she go above and beyond for a person that was just a regular person. Regular person. But now she got in, you know, in turn, she got blessed with the ability to be able to have that additional money. Um, And And notoriety. Yeah. So not only are people like, oh, my goodness, now our place is going to be packed. And I think that's I could be wrong, but I know one of the restaurants that he went to. I don't know if it was this one or not. Was like we been Keith Lee and all this stuff. Uh, meaning like, you know, we're going to have an influx because if you're not familiar, um, I want to say it's Franken something, Frankenstein, Franken something pizza. Because uh, Keith Lee is based out of Las Vegas. Uh, oh, okay. former, M- former MMA. Well, I guess he may still do MMA fighting. Um, He's a well. fighter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that I didn't know. I, didn't, yeah. I Like I said, I never heard of this guy and I was like, dang, he all over the place. He got a well, I hate, to, I hate to bring up anybody else's podcast other than ours, but um, 
Kev on stage. Kev on stage and that chick Angel did an interview with Keith Lee. Go watch it. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. Um, and He's he, a strange guy. Like he, he, very unique individual, but no, no, I'm you talking can tell he out, but he, can, <laughs> you can tell he's like strong in his convictions and things of that nature. That's one, like, no, he, he, integrity. I believe he truly has it, and he, like he said, he yeah. was like, and he doesn't even take money from these places. Like mm-hmm. he, he pays for his food, even when they yeah. offer. He's like, no, I pay for, for my food. Um, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so, he's not asking for any favors or anything like that. So. I think that's great, but also people started bringing up because when I tell you um, TikTok, Facebook, anything that I have like looked at as it relates to Keith Lee being in Atlanta, some of these people was like, I am so happy that somebody finally knows that the food is mediocre and people got all these rules. These restaurants got all these rules. Yeah. You know, that same restaurant the milk and honey, or is that that's what it? The milk it, and honey. One is the milk and honey, and one is milk and honey. I I just saw it on a, on a random TikTok as I was looking this dude up and stuff. So so I don't want to call the wrong thing. You you see yeah, the video, no, you no, know whatever. Because I don't right. want I don't want it to be the wrong they, one. They I don't want it to be out. the wrong one. The wrong one that he was the one that was not the one he's talking about. I said them folks got death threats and all kind of stuff, and he don't condone that stuff. He mm-hmm. said don't be doing stupid stuff like that, and then don't. Uh, do a restaurant based off what I say. You go try it out for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because so he that, always that, say that like his taste. Me. Yeah, because he always says like says that like he likes certain things. So um, he doesn't like overly sweet stuff. He can't eat seafood, and most of the time, if it's a seafood restaurant, his sister and his uh, wife are the ones that's reviewing those. Um, right. Because if it's even cooked in in the same, he can well. He can do like fish, but he can't do shellfish or stuff like that. So if it's cooked in the same grease and stuff like that, he's not going to eat it. Swell up. Um, up. But yeah, but you know, there was like rules of, you know, um, the one that's been going around saying something along the lines of we can only guarantee the uh, guarantee the food. We can't guarantee anything else like as number one thing that you need to know (laughs) about them. What's it like? So we just not in the business of customer service. And then people were like, who is Keith Lee to be judged? And da-da-da-da. And um, I'm so happy. What is his name? Uh, I think it was Kalen, the one that uh, used to be on Ellen, that guy. Um, actually, I pulled it up. So bear with me. Yeah, I don't I don't support bear Ellen anyway. Me. I don't know who's I haven't I haven't watched Ellen since well, the early years. I don't think the show is still on anymore. I'm just wanna well, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I I I was an Ellen supporter in the beginning. I read both or two of her books. I don't know how many she's written. She's not she's not my one of my favorite people. Well, anymore. so basically to summarize, someone named Baby J um was mentioning like you know, I thought he's the MMA fighter. Why is we looking for his opinion for food? And <laughs> Kaylin um, Allen was like, which I'm almost positive the guy that was on Ellen uh, was saying that um, we're regular people. Regular people are the ones that's going to be doing it. Culinary other chefs are chefs are not going, and culinary experts are not going to these restaurants and eating at these restaurants. So. We're, it's gonna be regular people. 
Right. So regular it's going to be regular people with regular people taste buds that is going to these restaurants and paying for this food. So, and to be honest with you, them people don't like them chef's food. I don't care what y'all say. All that extra stuff they be adding just to make one simple dish. <laughs> That, that stuff cannot taste good. And y'all be like, mmm, I bet that means mmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they do some the most. Regular, simple food that people cook is what people want. No, well, I think sometimes when you go to a restaurant, you want something that you're not going to necessarily have at your house. The only thing, I, the only thing but, that I want but, that I don't have in my house is capers. I don't know what to do with capers on my own, but when I go eat them at other places, they're so delicious. You can just buy them. Yes, but also. I can't do nothing with them. I don't. They're not gonna taste like they taste when I go out. That's the only thing I need from y'all. And then everybody don't even have capers. You should be these fancy restaurants out here, and y'all ain't got capers. Anyway, all right. Cheesecake <laughs> Factory some- has capers. They do chicken piccata. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I get I get capers added to my stuff, but I know they got them. So and I got them. I make them put them on whatever I eat. I love, I don't know what it is, girl. Capers are delicious, and I didn't get introduced to them until, anyway. But yeah, back to these folks. But look, look well, I, all I want to say about this guy is, I, I was impressed by, you know, how he, he did behave. Because his soul, per- like, and they was hungry. His whole family was hungry now. When they went to Old Lady Gang, whatever the fuck that means, that sounds stupid anyway. That's Candy's restaurant. Right. I, okay, I thought it was the, the mama. This so it's like her, it's her restaurant, but it's named after her mama and her aunts. The old lady yeah. game. Yeah, but it's it's supposed to taste like old ladies back in the kitchen. Like cooking, so, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them them ladies ain't touched. I seen the picture. Them ladies ain't touching <laughs> no food back there. Anyway, but it's it, we got we we have got to treat us better. Okay. And 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 I want to say that because I know you've been an advocate for trying to patronize black-owned businesses for a long time, and then you had a, a period where you was frustrated with them because of service and stuff. Am I right or wrong? It was We've that one. It was that one place that's. <laughs> but anyway, that's we've, all had, mm. we've all had our experiences with it, and it's 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 the consensus of us all that we don't treat us well, and we want to spend money with us. I'm yeah. saying a lot of I'm saying a lot of things that I wouldn't normally say. Anyway, but we want to spend money with us, but y'all, but people are making it hard. Customer service is one of the number one things that lacks in black-owned businesses. And it's awful because you know how you've been treated. Okay? So I want to emphasize I have been in customer service over 20 years of my life. And the way that other people emphasize the importance of customer service and it being a part of their success, we need to we need to emulate that. We don't need to have us talking about us this way so they can hear us. Do you hear me? Like and I need to say that as coded as I could, but you know what the fuck I mean. Because I I go above and beyond to try to find black owned businesses. And when I can't find them, I read an article years ago, these this couple tried to do go a whole 365 days just using black owned businesses and they couldn't because Whoa. they couldn't because some of the services that they need on a regular basis were not available in mm. so do you, do you realize there are people out here that will patronize us and only us if we're there and if they're treated well 
sometimes you have those extras. You have those extras in every demographic. Don't just act like it's just us. You have extras in every demographic that act the way they act. Okay? We have to do a better job of patronizing us and treating us like our money counts too. Okay? Not just the celebrity money. Because you're going to have more and more celebrities that that do this right here. They're going to send somebody in as a decoy. See how you treat them. Come in on themselves. Like, like he done set the blueprint. This is going to happen. Well, no, because there's still going to be other people. Because keep in mind that he is a celebrity in his Mm -hmm. own right. But he's not like... And and this is no offense to him, obviously. He's not like he's not like a Will Smith. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there is certain people that are going to always go somewhere and be like, I'm the star. Like and everything like that. So Will um, Smith does that. But, you know, there's that's what I'm saying. Now. Like, there's people that's like go places and then like I'm the star. They they want to be treated differently. And there's people that may not even have the fame and notoriety, but because they have money, or maybe they have the notoriety and fame and not money, and you know, yeah, whatever. And they are also like, no, I want to be, you know, I want to be set apart. But anyway, those are my thoughts on that um I'm keep watching this guy though i'm gonna keep track of it. i'm gonna keep, keep yeah he's keep, has a large following on tiktok um so the last segment is mine's what have i learned from a tv show or movie and this is gonna be it's actually gonna be several movies to be honest <laughs> because several movies have a similar thing um so this movie in particular was no hard feelings um, however, also, um, yeah, yeah, also, I believe it was Mean Girls, the second Mean Girls, Mean Girl 2, um, oh, where they pretty much, you have parents that have awkward kids, <laughs> and I'm gonna say that awkward, awkward kids, and they what have money, awkward? and mm-hmm. they are therefore paying, um, someone to be friends or to befriend them uh, for whatever reason um, in this particular case and no hard feelings because um, they said that he was you know about to go to Princeton and he never had a girlfriend so they didn't want him to be like go off to college and you know be a virgin yeah pretty much Mm. (laughs) Um, and you know in Mean Girls 2 it was you know, they wanted her to pretty much have friends and then they would pay for like a semester or so of college and books and stuff like that. So, um, I still think I did see that then. So, what I learned is that people that got rich people that got money, like they use their money on some weird stuff. Like, let your kid just be a kid. If your kid is awkward, they gonna eventually grow out of it, hopefully. Like, because at the end of the day, you're embarrassing them. Like mm-hmm. you're embarrassing yourself and you're embarrassing them because you literally had to pay somebody to be their friend. Their friend. So how awful and embarrassing is that that not only could I not make a friend on my own or get a girlfriend on my own, my parents had to pay somebody. Pay for, right. So that's, that's awful. 
Exactly. So I learned that like, yeah, the the rich people are just going to want to spend their money on anything to help their kids, not realizing that they are screwing over their kids and making their Big kids time. more insecure, more awkward, more embarrassed than not having a girlfriend <laughs> or not having any right. friends. Because now everybody knows like you paid for them to have that. So That's anyway... Sick. That's what has a TV show or movie taught me for this week. Um, again, this is your girl Spicy K. And I am TK. And this episode mm-hmm. 32 down where the ops were telling it all, and we are out of here.